Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Republic of Men's Podcast. Podcast by men, for men, and if you're a lady, well, podcast isn't really for you, but you can uh, take a seat, have a listen, maybe you'll learn something, maybe you won't, since apparently a lot of you know everything, so there's always that. But um, I am Rome's Republic, and today we're going to talk about, well, pretty much whatever I feel like talking about. However, today, I've just been thinking, and what has Rome's Republic been thinking about today, you may ask, and that is aliens. Well, you know, the crazy thought wasn't even really like just straight aliens. I mean, I have a theory about aliens. I'll get to that. However, this all came to me. I don't know why. You ever just have like an irrational thought? I tend to have a lot of them. (laughs) So my thought was basically, what if it turned out that blind people weren't actually blind? And instead, they were actually reptilians. <laughs> what if it turned out blind people were actually aliens? And, you know, the reason why they wear those big, dark, black glasses in the past was because they wanted to hide their eyes. But contacts weren't a thing. So they were just like, oh man, how can I hide my eyes? And it turns out that they can actually see through infrared. You know, like a snake or a lizard or a reptile. They, you know, what reptiles see. They see, you know, colors like shades of red and yellow and orange and blue like what if it turned out that like if you wore if you just managed to like lower your body temperature somehow like you just wore something cold that you were able to just like just walk by a blind person without them noticing a thing how wild would that be wouldn't that just be insane like that would just be absolutely crazy man like i think that would be pretty pretty weird you know, sometimes it just makes me want to just, like, dangle something warm in front of a, a blind person to see how they react to it. That'd be a little wild. Like, what if they started growling at you? I don't know how I'd feel about that. I'd probably be a little creeped out. But yeah, that was just one of the things I was just... I was thinking about. Another thing I was wondering is... What if it just, like... What if it just turned out that every movie... Every TV show that you've seen, mainly movies, all those aliens that you saw, what if it turned out they were all real? Like, the society we lived in was actually just like a Men in Black movie, that there was just aliens all around us. Or or better yet, what if it turned out that every single alien from every movie and TV show that we've ever seen turned out to be real? And it's just the government's way of preparing us, just prepping everybody mentally for the day that, you know, I don't know, an invasion were to happen. Like, what if it just turned out that, you know, our government is just fully aware of what's going on? Because the way I see it is this. I don't think it's possible for aliens to exist and to have visited us without the government knowing about it. I just I just don't understand it because I'm truly of the mindset that I believe that the government is way more technologically advanced than we give it credit. I mean, I used to think, oh, you know what? We're probably catching up to the government since we have these smartphones and stuff like that. But it turns out a lot of the technology was like in jets in the 70s. 
Like, there's so much technology that goes into a lot of military equipment that's been around for a long time. I mean, that's where a lot of our technology comes from. It comes from, you know, NASA. Like, when we go into outer space, it comes from, you know, like, when we build fighter jets. Like, our phones, the technology in our phones, a lot of that stuff has been around for a lot longer than we thought it was. Or 3D printing. 3D printing has been around since, I think, the 70s as well. Like, they, they used to use it for building models and blueprints and but now all of a sudden it's gotten a big thing and, and like where is that going like where is that going 3d printing i mean i've always been curious about that because it seemed like five years ago three uh, maybe a little more than five years ago 3d printing just kind of like blew up it just exploded just exploded like when the like, but now all of a sudden it just seems like a lot of that has slowed down and died off. I don't know if it's just because I haven't been paying attention, but it just doesn't seem like 3D printing has the buzz that it used to have. Like, I remember hearing people talking about, you know, that, oh, you know, right now we're only printing in plastic. And then they're printing in carbon fiber, and now wood and metal, and now you have people talking about printing 3D printed organs. Like, how wild is that? 3D printed organs organs like imagine that like they could just take your fat cells you know reverse engineer them in a way and just turn your fat cells into stem cells and now these cells are your cells and they can just put it in a, in a highly advanced 3d printer and just print out your organs for you like it's just amazing where technology is going but i want to i want to know when is the day going to come when they invent a 3d printer that is quick and super easy to utilize because I'd love to get into 3D printing but it just seems really difficult like 3D printing just seems very complicated when I look at it and, and, and I understand people talk to me and they're just like oh well it's getting simpler all the time but I'm like that's not what I want like like for example like I remember this one time I was watching I think it was a TED talk and this guy was talking about generative designs generative design I think that's what he was talking about, where he gave this program the parameters of what he wanted. So I guess he wanted it to, to come up with like a heat converter or something like that. And he told it, you know, this is how much material you have, this is the amount of space you have to work in, and this is what you do. And this and this program was just able to just continuously just generate design after design after design after design and I thought that was fascinating I was like wow that's that's crazy because every design was better and more efficient than the last design however these designs were all print were all basically meant to be 3d printed because they were designed to be created as one piece so basically if it broke you'd have to print out another one. You'd have to just create another one. Like, let's have, I mean, I'm assuming if it was made out of, melt, out of metal, you could just melt it down and just reprint it. I'm sure you could do that. That would make sense. So, you know, 3D printing, like I said, it just seemed like it was booming for a while, but I think one of the biggest hurdles with 3D printing for myself as just an ignorant consumer, because I'm not a person who... You know, I'm more of a tech enthusiast. I wouldn't necessarily say that I am a techie. Like, I love technology, but I'm not entirely sure how it works. The internals, mainframe. I don't know how to reprogram anything. I don't know how to do any of these things. But I just love examining technology, you know, and just 
just having it in my hand. Like, I love having a new phone. I love, you know, game systems. But sometimes, you know, you appreciate old technology, like old game systems. Like, I love that. Like, right now, like, I got my PS4, but I also have, you know, a Nintendo 64. I have a PlayStation 2, you know. And I love them, you know. I can't get enough of that. But, you know, it just seemed like 3D printing was just blowing up so fast. But, but that also makes me wonder, like, it's kind of like... Is there stuff going on in the background? Like, I'm sure there is, because it just seems like the biggest hurdle for 3D printing is how slow it prints. Everything is so slow and difficult. Like, if you could just put, like, some kind of AI system that just really works with you, like, you just talk to it, and you don't have to be so tech-savvy, I think that's when 3D printing is probably going to just blow up, just go boom! But at the same time, I mean, once you get to the point where you can start 3D printing organs, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a game changer. It's gonna be fascinating to just, to just see how that works. Like, imagine that you can just print out a heart, print out a, like any organ that you can think of. Like, what if you could print out a brain and all the memories inside of it? Like, how, how wild would that be? Like, you just print out a brain. Like, what if it just turned out? that every memory you had in your head was a wrinkle in your brain. Like, what if it turned out that you could just scan someone's mind and create an exact replica of their brain by scanning it? Because supposedly, when you're born, your brain is relatively smooth. And then over time, these wrinkles develop inside of your brain. So what if it turned out that every wrinkle has a significance? A meaning. And so if you could 3D print someone's brain out of stem cells, like what if it what if it turned out that not only did you reprint a replica of the appearance of the brain, but that because you got the appearance down correctly, down to the very the finest details, that then it just turns out that you have successfully copied someone's mind like what if you took that brain and you I don't know you scanned it and created a digital copy of it and put it inside of a program that it's just like now this brain is a copy of you alright pretty wild but like what if it like that that's something that I think would be a really cool thing to test once 3D printing organs really takes off because I think it's only a matter of time you know, it just seems like technology is moving faster and faster. Like, I heard, I don't like, a few years ago that technology, that everything we've ever learned in the last 4,000 years of recorded history, we double that. We double all that information every 12 months to 16 months. Like, how long is it going to be before we're doubling all our information every 10 months? We're eight months, every six months, every month. Like, how long is it going to be before we start doing that? I mean, there's so much information in the world that technology is advancing so fast. And maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is with a 3D printer. I mean, maybe everything that's going on is just happening behind the scenes and we're not aware of it. Like, what if it turned out that people were actually being printed by now? Like, they're just like, whoa, we, we figured out the stem cells you know, in the organs, but now we're, we're printing out full-on bodies, like, it just reminds me of the show I was watching, Altered Carbon, where they didn't really show you how they created the bodies, but I'm assuming there was some kind of, like, 
3D printing. I'm, well, no, actually there was. There was this one portable thing that they used to print up bodies. Maybe that is what they're using. Maybe they're just like 3D printing stuff like in water. But yeah, like I'm wondering about that. Like generative design for 3D printing, like that is just that is just fascinating, man. That stuff just never ceases to amaze me, man. But like what if it turned out that that's the reason why we have all this technology is because of aliens? Huh? Or better yet, what if it turned out that we human beings were the aliens? Now hear me out. What if it turned out that we human beings were the aliens? Like what if it what if what if just like thousands of years ago we left our original solar system, our original planet, because I guess we fucked it up or something was happening and we were so technologically advanced that we were able to leave. I mean, I think it's a little strange that we would become so technologically advanced that we couldn't fix our own problems, but whatever, let's just say we're not that those types of people, and we just left and we found a planet that was similar to ours, which is a little different, maybe the gravity was a little stronger, the animals were a little different, but you know, we sent a couple probes, and we figured it out, and it's just like, okay, this planet will work for us, we can eat the animals that are there, and um, the plants, we life there, we don't have to worry about any real predators, and what if it turned out that we just, we just took this ship, and we flew all the way across the galaxy, we found this solar system, we found this one planet in the Goldilocks zone of the, of whatever, the solar system around our sun, you know, not too hot, not too cold, just right, and we came here. And our spaceship came and it just wiped out the majority of the dinosaurs. And then we, we landed and we took out the rest of the dinosaurs. And then after that, something happened. Something went wrong where, I don't know, maybe there was like a solar flare or an asteroid hit that we didn't see coming because we were just prepping everything. And it just, just destroyed the ship, wiped everything out, and just reset society. All of our geniuses, all gone all dead, they're all just not not here anymore, and then you have these, the undesirables of society, or the less intelligent people, are the ones who have to rebuild society, but now all that technology that they brought with them is gone, but what if it turns out that the technology we have today is a derivative of that, how wild would that be if it turned out that if you got inside of the government to like a, a, a highly classified area, classified highly enough that you find out the real history of the world, that we are actually from another planet, and that's why people have back problems, because we're from a planet where the gravitational pull is a lot lower, where there's less gravity. Like, how nuts would that be? Because why is it that we cannot find that missing link through evolution? Why is that? Maybe it's because there isn't a missing link. Maybe that missing link was on another planet. How, how wild would that be? That would be insane. Like, like, what if it turned out that we somehow have this kind of telepathy or that our DNA somehow stores information? And the reason why we have comic books 
movies and TV shows and all these ideas of these different worlds that are elaborate and really just well, you know, thought out. Like, how is it that you have the DC Universe, you have the Marvel Universe, you have the Star Trek Universe, you have the Star Wars Universe, and these guys, and it usually comes, the idea comes from a handful of people who are just able to just create and create and create this level of creativity. Like, what if it turns out that it's not really creativity and instead there's, like, memories and DNA or maybe there's, like, a telepathic link to other planets or other dimensions where all this stuff exists. Like, what if it turns out that once we leave our solar system, we actually find out that our planet is actually being observed by alien life forms, and they're just like, whoa, 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 we can't interact with these guys yet. We don't want to fuck anything up. Kind of like Star Trek. Or, you know what, there was this one movie I saw. It was called uh, Jupiter Ascending. Terrible movie. Great concept. I thought the casting was whatever. Could have been better. But I love the concept, and the concept was that there was this humanoid family, or is, there's this humanoid race, that they're a lot like us, but they are far more developed than we are, and they seed planets, because apparently the fountain of youth is people. They harvest people, they turn you into this weird goo, they, you get into this bathtub, and this bathtub has this goo, and it de-ages you to your prime, or maybe whatever age you want it to be. But that's how, that was, that's the currency of the universe, the, the major currency of the universe. And there's this family, I think it's the Abrasics family, and they're super wealthy, super powerful, they can do whatever they want, a lot of, a couple of them have been alive for millions of years, like there's like, like this like Jupiter. Jupiter, it's called Jupiter Ascending because the main character of the movie is Mila Kunis and for some strange reason her dad named her Jupiter because I guess he is a big fan of telescopes and he liked looking at the stars but he named his daughter Jupiter. But it turns out that she, these people, this, this race of humanoids, they have a religion and the religion is basically reincarnation. So if you die... I guess, like, this wasn't fully explained, but apparently, like, if you die, your DNA, I guess, gets thrown into the mix, because what they would do is, for them to harvest planets and to create this weird goo, they had to find living creatures and harvest them, but they had to be, like, compatible on a genetic level to a degree, so what they would do is they would seed these planets by finding the inhabitants of inhabitants of this planet and they would fuse their DNA and that's how we came about but you know every so much amount of time you know there would be a replication of DNA so somebody who is of that planet would be a, an exact identical genetic clone of someone and it turns out that Jupiter is a genetic clone of the the dead mother of the most one of the most wealthy you know families and these are families that just that just own planets and that she betrothed in a will everything to her reincarnation and so you know you have some people in the family that are trying to kill her because you know they're like oh I'm next in line so if she's dead then you know I get everything you know, there's someone who's trying to marry her because they're like, hey, if I marry her, I get everything and then I guess I kill her afterwards. 
because because Jupiter she owns planet Earth. It's just one of her territories, so she can harvest it whenever it wants. And when planets become overpopulated, that's when they get harvested and turn into this goop. And you know, Earth is a valuable planet because of the population size and because of water and how habitable this planet is and all these yada 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 yada. But the reason why I bring up this movie is because the governments and everything are highly aware of this. Not the ultimate goal, but they're aware of these aliens and nobody else is. So these aliens, you know, when they're trying to capture Jupiter, you know, they're like destroying cities. And she's just like, whoa, like the city's destroyed. Of course, everybody's going to know these aliens are exposed because the city got destroyed. And this dude who's supposed to save her, Channing Tatum's character, he's just like, nope, watch. And she looks out the window, and she sees her just instantly fixing everything, all the buildings. Everything's just getting fixed in an instant. And then, you know, after that, they have this, like, little, like, blue light that's very similar to that, like, uh, thing from Men in Black that, you know, Men in Black that it just, like, flashes and it makes you forget, just resets your mind for a little while. And they have that and like attached to their spaceships and then they just kind of just boof, 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 just start flashing everybody in the sky and they're like yeah we won't flat we won't wipe everyone's mind but you know we'll get enough of them there'll be more people with their minds wiped than people who weren't wiped and you know the people who weren't wiped you know everybody will think they're crazy and if they get big enough then we'll just come and we'll wipe them or take them out and it's just like what if it just turns out that that's the case that you know there's all these other universes like guardians of the galaxy and we're just a part of that and we're just being observed from a distance by these other things and the government is fully aware of it like how how nuts would that be and then it goes back to the blind people what if all these blind people are actually these reptilians like how crazy would that be that would just be insane and it just turns out that all these blind people who actually follow them home, it turns out that, you know, they just eat raw meat. <laughs> That'd be wild. That'd be wild. But then you'd be like, oh, well, nowadays, though, um, they don't wear glasses like that anymore. I mean, not all of them. Some of them do, but not all of them. A lot of them are just walking around blind. And it's just like, well, what if it turns out that, no, they have contacts, so they can just cover up their reptilian eyes. I think that would be pretty wild. Very strange indeed, very strange indeed, but yeah, like I said, just a thought, just something to think about. <sighs> yeah, this podcast thing, you know, it's not as hard as I thought it would be. Pretty fun. But uh, I think that's it for now. Let's see if I want to jump back on later. Thanks for listening. If you have any suggestions for topics or you want my opinion on something, by all means, feel free to let me know. Take it easy.